the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Eye on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. have been absolutely beautiful and I love the sun so thank you for that welcome to I am real estate and you know that real estate is a universal language everyone talks about it everyone wants to have it everyone wants to know about it regardless of who they are what they are so we love bringing this show to you and we try to give you information that's very current um, because real estate's not so easy anymore and financing has gotten tricky. So we want to make sure that you have all of the current information because a smart consumer makes better choices. Of course, we always take your questions. So if you have a question, you can call us at 866-970-9622. Or you can send it to Dottie Herman, okay, at you know, in Instagram, we have a website that's Iron Real Estate. Just set or leave the question with the uh, person that answers the phone, and we will, one of us will get back to you with an answer. I want to thank, and I always want to thank them, but not because, oh, not only because they sponsor the show, but Citizens Bank is the best bank. I have my mortgages with Citizens Bank, so I don't ever preach something that I don't practice myself. And they really do take the time. And I know a lot about mortgages. And even for myself, they took the time to go through a lot of things with me. And when I thought I knew it all, I really didn't. Um, you can call them anytime. And if you'd rather email them, you can email them. They're willing to do whatever you want. Or you can send an email to Tom. Um, Tom, what's your email? It's uh, thomas.drew at citizensbank.com. Dot com. That's D-R-E-W. Right. Shoot me an email. I'll be happy to uh, to respond and see what I can do to help. And good morning, yeah. Dottie. Nice good to morning, be here today. Mom. How are you feeling? Much better, thank you. Yeah, I think uh, sleep helps, right? Uh, eating well and sleep <laughs> and doing all the things you should be doing uh, make and a big difference, right? It's a busy time and, you know, we're just running. And I, I, I hope this is not true, but I thought I read somewhere that the flu... And I guess no one knows the difference anymore between the flu and COVID. I mean, the symptoms are kind of close, but it's pretty, I, I heard in New York it's getting bad, so I don't know. So just take your flu shots. Um, so again, you know, and Thomas is my co-host and he is uh, the co-host of the first hour of the show. And so he is a vice president. He's a real big shot. 
of Metro New York Regional Sales Manager at Citizens Bank. And, I'm, and he's also a colleague and a good friend. So first of all, I want to wish everyone a pre-happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving is one of the few holidays that really I think everyone celebrates. Um, we all celebrate it. Um, I do have, I was reading an article, I think it's in uh, the Wall Street Journal, higher, and it was in Times also, higher prices hit Thanksgiving, you know, inflation, and it says that the turkey's going to cost you about 30% more from a year ago, and you know, butter and margin is up and I can go on. Uh, it might cost you a little more, even the pumpkin pie, which I don't like pumpkin pie, but it says it's going to cost you a little more. So maybe you can conserve a little or I don't know. We have so much food that when it gets to the turkey, I don't think anyone really eats it. Okay. It's true. All the uh, all the apps up front and uh, all the delicious stuff you eat before. You just you take a slice or two of turkey and you're good. <laughs> right. I mean, we have so much turkey left over because by the time we get through eating all the appetizers and whatever, and other sides, there's not that much room left for turkey. But happy Thanksgiving. Turkey's okay? for the next day for leftovers, making turkey yes, sandwiches and. and uh... Other things yeah. you can make with turkey, right? Turkey soup. <laughs> and you know, Tom, it's probably better. It's probably better when it's left over, even. <laughs> okay. Yep. You know, and, and and Thanksgiving is a happy holiday. Everyone loves it. It's always a Thursday, and uh, no, it's it's a Monday. This is it a Monday. This it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it's always a Thursday. And listen, if you have a neighbor or somebody that is alone, it might be a nice thing to just text them or if they live close to you and it's an older person maybe they're alone maybe knock on the door and give them a little turkey i think uh, you know i think i told you all that i was at a wonderful party which i was actually it's a friend that really came from nothing and became very very wealthy and she never forgets her old friends and stevie wonder and uh I think I told you this on a show before, but Stevie Wonder and Elton John were at the party and they also performed. But when Stevie Wonder got up and he said, you know, he gave accolades to Elton John and they worked together over the years. And of course, they're both icons. He said, I just want to tell everyone, as much as we're really enjoying today, he said, the world is broken. And we've got to bring it back together. And we can do that with love. And, you know, as I tell my daughter, and you know, Tom, I'm sure you tell your kids, sometimes you can't make a difference in the world. But if everyone does a little nice thing for somebody else, that's how it starts. And I'm determined to try to help because I'm not that young. And in my lifetime, I've never seen it so divided. And it's time it's over. And we bring back, like, you know, a feeling of, you know, we're one. We're in the best country in the world. We have so much going for us. And so let's all try to give a little love. And if there's someone that you know that's alone, maybe send them a card, give them a call. And if they live close, maybe send them a little turkey. It's just a nice thing to do. It's a great idea, Dottie. And, you know, uh, if you're fortunate enough to help, 
other families in need too. you know, reach out to your local church or synagogue or, you know, just a food bank and see what you can do to help. And, you know, it's something that uh, I've always done with my kids every year. We, oh, you know, we tell we, you a funny story. Sure. I wasn't planning. We might never get to real estate, but I have to tell you this funny story. Speaking of that, I wanted to do what you're just saying. I wanted my family, my daughter, my nieces, my nephews, I wanted them to see what it's like to be needy. Because, you know, sometimes the kids take it for granted. Right. So I said, this Thanksgiving, this is about right before the pandemic, we are going to go to uh, a food kitchen where people come and they have their Thanksgiving dinner. They don't have the money to make their own. We're going to serve the servers. We'll be the waitresses. We'll serve the food. We'll all go. I had all my nieces, my nephews, my daughter, my granddaughter, everyone. My brother, my sister. So we go there. I am the waitress. I'm serving the people. My nieces and my daughter, my granddaughter, they were like, you know, there was food and they were putting it in the plates and then I would take it and serve it to the people sitting down. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this big fight starts. Okay. And the whole place is in a fist fight. And everybody's hitting each other. And my niece is like five. My, my granddaughter's four. They're crying. Everybody's running out. <laughs> oh, oh my God. out. So they all left. They were scared. I'm the only one left there. And mostly the people that were there cleared out. I'm sitting in my car. Everyone is gone. I am alone. And all of a sudden, the woman that started the fight comes to my car. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's <laughs> kill me. She's going to kill me. So I open my window a little bit. And I think she's going to have a gun or something. She's trying to kill me. But she says to me, I just want to apologize to you. I'm sorry for what happened. But you see, I had my little grandson and this woman came and pushed him and almost knocked him over and I went crazy and started a fight. And I looked at her and I said to her, you know what? I probably would have done the same thing. Happy Thanksgiving. So, but all well, and then, you know, whatever food we have left, people came back eventually and took it. But it was, I couldn't make up a story like that. I, I, it was fun. By the way, for those of you selling Black Friday, um, I don't know for sure because I am not one that wanted to deal with Black Friday and the millions of people that go there. I never go. My daughter sometimes goes. But they say that this year, I don't know if it's true, Black Friday deals may be stingier. It's too of an article. We're a real estate show, but I just wanted to give you uh, a little insight on what I'm reading. So Dottie, do you actually do you actually go shopping or do you do a lot of stuff online for the holidays? Because I find myself just more and more just buying things online and enjoying us having them delivered to the house. I'm an old fashioned girl. Okay. I mostly did oh I always did shopping. I went to the grocery and went shopping myself. Then the pandemic came. We had no choice. And now I find myself doing a lot more online. But when it comes to the actual turkey and all that stuff, that I don't do online. I actually go buy it myself. My daughter's cooking because it's her holiday too. 
I gave up doing every single holiday. I'm the oldest of my family. I My mom died when I was 10. I've been doing the holidays my whole life. So this year, she's old enough. She's doing Thanksgiving. I will do Christmas. That's so. nice. Hey, Donnie, you ever tried a deep fried turkey? You ever no. had one of those for Thanksgiving? No, is it good? Oh, it's delicious. We're I'm so excited this year uh, to do it again here at my house. Uh, it comes out, it cooks in an hour, and it is absolutely delicious. Well, and you if you've never it. had one, I, I highly recommend it. I'm going to try it. I don't know if I can get into it this year, but what, do they actually fry the turkey? Yeah, yeah. It's um. I mean, we kind of do it at home here. You, you buy the equipment to do it, and you kind of slowly drop it in once the oil is up to temperature, and it it cooks so much faster than in the oven and it retains all that juiciness and moisture and it's, you know, you season it and it's absolutely delicious. And, you know, the people that I know that don't necessarily love to eat Turkey when they try it, they're like, wow, this is really good. So it can, uh, and it's not, you know, it's not like it's any, it's really bad for you or anything. Cause it kind of flash cooks. In- Just a little fat, a little more fat. Yeah, a little more fat, but it's delicious. Oh, delicious. you know, so you got to always save a little room for the deep fried turkey because it is and really good. And you always have to try something different. I will. Just want to give you, I always try to give you what's going on currently. That's today. So retail sales climbed about 3% of almost 4 Now that's good for the economy. <coughs> that shows the people are out there again. Stocks. They're not doing what they did, but they did jump on the prom. They did come up a bit because inflation has gone down. It's I, you know, ideally I think Tom they want to get it to two. They're not a two, but we're we're coming down. Yeah, it's a long way to go to two, but uh, there is some hope that uh, we're on the right path to get there. Could take us well, a while though. Anything that's you know, I say everything in life takes time, so you can't get all the way to the top in a day. But we're going in the right direction, as Tom said. And that's what counts. Um, and there's really good evidence that the worst of inflation is behind us. I'm not going to get into it today, but Canada's inflation is off the wall. So we're going in a, in a good direction. How about gasoline, Tom? It's down. It's still high, but it's down, right? Yeah, I mean, it's up, I think it's up from the low uh, right before the election. It, it kind of had bottomed out and it started to creep back up. But, uh, you know... No surprise there, right? <laughs> you don't think the politicians had a little uh, <laughs> push in that, hey, listen, we're, 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 we'll be, you'll be voting for us, so we'll let them go down a little. Um, you know, workforce gains are, you know, the job market is good. You know, but I was reading, it's interesting, and I don't have an answer. Uh, I don't think there is any answer. But they say that, you know, workforce gains um, have have reversed. And we're back to kind of where we were before the pandemic. Look, obviously, most people couldn't work during the pandemic. Um, but they found out that uh, there's one group of age group that's really not working that much. And they are uh, 20, 23, 20, 23, 24. They're not. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons they give on why they're not. Um, one is that they just really want to take it easy for a little while. Two, that there's so many jobs that they're just not going to take any job. They're going to just wait until they get the right job. 
Well, I'm happy to say my 23-year-old son is not one of those uh, statistics. Oh, well, he's good. he's working hard, uh, doing the right thing, and and um, I'm proud of him. So, but you know, look, I I, I know I know plenty of others that uh, are kind of taking it easy. So uh, I could see why that statistic is there. Yeah, no, I'm on the board of uh, one of the colleges, Abazelpa uh, University in Long Island, and even the not them particularly only. But even the enrollment in colleges are down. And I kind of feel because with COVID, a lot of people couldn't stay, you know, could well, schools were closed down and people that dormed really couldn't dorm because, you know, it's too contagious. So I think it'll probably take a little bit uh, and hopefully things will get back to normal. Just for your information, if you want to sound like a little genius, the earth, there's nothing to do with, well, I guess it does have to do with real estate, but the earth is now home to 8 billion people. And that was as of Tuesday of this week. Okay. And that's due to, you know, high birth rates. Uh, obviously, with all the advancements in medicine, people are living longer. Uh, globally, the life, ex- this is globally, the life expectancy is 72, uh, which is eight years higher than it was into you know a while ago so you know and when you talk globally you're talking other countries also so that's good uh and they predict that in 19 uh 2037 the world will have nine billion people that's quite a bit and just for a takeaway if you're having a child you know someone a child you know everybody gets pink if they know it's going to be a girl, blue, if they know it's going to be a boy. And if they don't know, because the parents don't want to know, what do they get? Green, yellow, those kind of colors. Well, now the newest trend is, okay, sand, oh, sand beige, which, gee, I wouldn't want to have a color that's the word sand. It should be happy beige, but it's sand beige. And that's the newest color for parents. And the reason, you wonder why they're picking beige? Tom, why is that? Do you have any clue? Okay, listen to this. Because new parents think that if they take a neutral color rather than a bright pink or green or blue, that their child, it will lead their child to be very calm and quiet. Now, I hate to tell these parents, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't agree with them. I don't think that sad beige is going to make your child <laughs> behave. But if you're mm-hmm. one of those believers, by all means, try it and let us know. Okay. So I, I think that was kind of fun. I, I think that was just a fun tidbit and we have to have a little fun. Well, you know what I find is a lot of parents don't want to wait to be surprised, right? They want to know ahead of time if they're going to have a you know a boy or girl. So, um, well, I want to know. You know, they didn't do it back when I had kids, but yeah. I'd want to know this way I can pick out the colors ahead of time and I don't have to go with green or yellow. Right. But Everybody wants to know. They they don't want to they don't want to have to uh, be surprised. Which uh, with my children, it, it, each one was was kind of we waited for the surprise. So yeah, and, and it was what was unusual is all the the nurses and doctors in the paternity ward they were like you don't know what you're having. They were so shocked because I guess ninety nine percent of the people wanted to find out and knew so you know, everyone would be so curious to find out what you know the baby was a boy or a girl so i thought that was kind of fun 
What can you expect at Adelphi University? Don't expect ordinary, because this is where extraordinary happens every day. Classes, smaller. Professors, more like mentors. Clubs and organizations to jump into, over 90. Graduating salaries, 28% higher than the national average. Over $70,000 a year for baccalaureate grads. A U.S. News & World Report Best College with exceptional undergraduate programs, graduate and doctoral programs, certificates and continuing education. Top-ranked academics with hands-on learning in healthcare, STEM, arts and humanities, social work, psychology, and the business and teaching professions. With career guidance that's won national recognition. More scholarships, more internships, more friendships. Wherever you're going, whatever your age, whatever your goal, you can expect extraordinary. Adelphi University. Learn more at adelphi.edu slash exceptional. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to progressive could save big. But then what? We could romance the legal copy. It never gets the attention it deserves. And some lawyer worked real hard on it. So take it away, lawyer. <clears throat> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Now that was some beautiful legal. Well done, lawyer. Well done. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. The holidays are upon us, which means Invite Health is having our Thanksgiving buy one, get one free sale. The sale is on now. Buy any Invite Health product at suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an Invite nutritionist seven days a week. 800-673-2345. That number for Invite, 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Download the Invite Health app at the App Store or Google. Google Play Store and check out our educational health blogs and articles. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person, by phone, or by video. Take advantage of Invite's limited time buy one get one free Thanksgiving sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. Invite Health. Get healthy, stay healthy. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. We started Legacy Box so that family memories would be safe and could always be enjoyed together. And this year, we're offering you early access to our incredible Black Friday sale so you can finally digitize your home movies and photos. One million families and counting have trusted Legacy Box to convert their aging media because Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. 
From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your videotapes, film reels, and photos aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. And with the holidays approaching, don't wait. Simply fill your legacy box and we'll take care of the rest. This is the first time we've offered Black Friday savings this early, and it's the most meaningful thing you can do this holiday season. It's time to relive your most important memories and take advantage of Legacy Box's best sale of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get early access to our Black Friday sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for an irresistible deal. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. And I'm here with my co-host. We'll talk about financing in a second. Um, we give you the latest news in real estate nationally and, of course, in the tri-state. Just to give you a little quick Summary on Manhattan, because, of course, Manhattan was hit the hardest. Uh, it's showing resilience. However, it's kind of a roller coaster ride in Manhattan um, in the luxury market sector. New York has, uh, has had a slower week this week. It's had a couple of slow weeks. But we're also in, even though we don't really believe in too much seasonality, we're also in holiday time. And normally in holiday time, people really get, you know, they have guests, it's the holidays, it's Hanukkah, Christmas, Thanksgiving. I always tell a seller, if a buyer comes to your home during the holidays, it's usually a very serious buyer, so don't uh, don't dismiss that. And there were 14 contracts signed this week on big ticket homes, and it was collectively worked over $90.95, million dollars. And the most expensive of them was the four-bedroom condo in Gramercy Park, SB 15-3 for a little under 5,000 square feet. So Manhattan is moving along, okay? Um, I can't speak for all of the country, but it's pretty, the market's really come back. And as I always told people, and Tom, you could uh, probably have something to say about this. When people compare this, time to what was the recession in the ninth eight what what was it on two oh seven two oh eight the lenders during the pandemic were a lot more selective about who they gave mortgages to all right I mean they made sure I mean you want to just add a little about that I mean yeah. people that bought they were strict. Oh absolutely Dottie it, and it's been that way since post you know financial crisis uh but particularly during the pandemic um, yeah, lenders definitely put a, a little more of a stricter lens over, you know, the underwriting guidelines for mortgages. So the people that were buying during the pandemic, you know, there was a lot of concern about their employment, right, and the continuance of their income, uh, and certainly um, potentially having to put a little bit more money down than maybe prior to the pandemic or during that period. So a lot of people that that bought during the pandemic were probably some of the strongest borrowers that we've seen in, you know, in a couple of decades because the lending was so strict. Lending was strict and there were so many offers that the homeowners could pick the all cash ones. So don't ever think we're going to have a repeat of what happened in 2006 and 2007 where some people lost their houses. People, 
who bought in the last two years still have have equity already, which is very rare. Um, I see that we have, and Tom, before you, I want you to just give us the current interest rates. And then I see that Stephen Ebert, our legal expert, who's by the way, eight, I tell you every day, a genius. And, 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 and there's no question I ask him, he doesn't know, is here. But Tom, give us the uh, current rates now. Sure. Yeah. Listen, I always like to share good news, right? Positive. So uh, just a, about two weeks ago, rates were well into the sevens. And this week, uh, end of last week, beginning of this week, they've kind of drifted down into the mid sixes on a 30 year fix. So we saw a pretty, pretty significant drop in rates, relatively speaking, right between like, say, the last two weeks and this week. And that's, uh, that's a positive. We've actually seen um, some uptick in in applications as a result of it. And I think we'll continue to see that uh, as long as you kind of have a, a sort of a steady state in, in rates and you don't see these huge spikes, um, I think that'll be a positive going forward. But people are still taking advantage of adjustable rate mortgages for the time being uh, to kind of give them those lower rates, knowing that uh, you know, I think the Fed will go a little too far and have to kind of dial back at some point. And yeah, people are anticipating that a refinance uh, will be in their future, you know, maybe in the next year or two. I bet most people don't live in homes for 30 years. Do we expect True. another uh, interest rate hike, do you think? Or Yeah, I think the Fed still has some more left in the in the tank there. You know, some experts are saying up to 100 basis points more. So they hit their uh, terminal interest rate. But the Fed is um, is definitely communicating that they want to get to a restrictive interest rate policy, right? To to kind of really slow down inflation further, uh, kind mm -hmm. of to to put the brakes on demand. Because the housing market is booming right through the recession, I guess maybe they want to try to stop that also. So if you're out there, don't buy a house because of that. But if you're out there, you know, take advantage of the interest rates. And I see Stephen Ebers with us. Good morning, Stephen, and happy pre-Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and to Tom and to all of our listeners. And we're all thankful for our families, for our health, for having you as an audience. And we don't ever want to forget because, you know, it's Turkey Day. And I think sometimes that we all lose sight of, of really the holiday and to be thankful for all that we do have. And sometimes I think we all take it for granted, um, go to some of these other countries and you won't, but glad to have you on the show. And, um, you know, Tom, it was an interesting thing. We were trying to, a reporter called me and I say this to Stephen Tom, a reporter called me and they, and they, and they asked me, Johnny, what's the difference between a buyer's, agent and a selling agent and why would you use a seller's agent and what does the buyer's agent do and i swear to you like i know like the back of my head but trying to explain it to this reporter and it wasn't even stupid it was just so difficult because i think most people think if they're a buyer and the agent that takes them out is showing the listings that that's their agent when it's really working for the seller and I couldn't explain it to him. I actually called you but you were in the middle of a, a trial or something or with a client. How do you, how yeah, do so, you explain that best? Yeah, no, absolutely, Dottie. You know, and it's an it's an interest it's an interesting issue because a lot of times people get very confused about it. And 
and I have to say a lot of agents get confused about it. And I will tell you, agents like attorneys and accountants and doctors are required to take continuing ed, and that's a topic every two years. Now, in New York State, the first time there's what we call a substantial meeting between an agent and a customer, and I'm deliberately using customer for a moment, that sort of neutral kind of amorphous term, the agent's required to give them this form that's published by the New York State Department of State. It's a one-page, double-sided form, and in it, the agent has to outline what the relationship is. Are they representing the seller? Are they representing the buyer? Are they representing both? Um, is there someone else involved in their firm if it has to be a negotiation? And I'll tell you, it confuses a lot of people. It also, let, on the agent side, let alone, of course, on the customers. Now, from a customer point of view, they are required to get this form at the first substantial contact. By New York law, they're not required to sign the form. Um, but if they get the form, whether they sign it or not, it's a, sign it or not, it's as if they signed it anyway. The key is the notice out there. And the biggest thing is to find out where they have the fiduciary duty. That's the key phrase, Dottie. Where does the agent have their undivided loyalty to? So, for example, if a buyer is coming in to make an offer, and the sell and the and and the real estate agent is representing the seller, they do have an ethical code. They have to be truthful and honest, but they also don't have to volunteer things, right? And so that's where you're going to see the nuances between having somebody who is a professional real estate agent, of course, versus somebody on their side and advocating proactively. Well, um, you might be better at explaining this to me. I certainly understand it. Um, but for all of those out there, when you are working with an agent, so that so you're a buyer and you're working with, let's say, Tom, who's list, you know, either the listing agent or an agent in the company, all of the agents that are taking you out are really working for the seller, okay? And I don't, I couldn't try, I was trying to explain that to him because he was like, well, no, but if I'm a buyer, that agent's working for me. I said, no, they're not. They're working for the seller. And I can't tell you that it always happens this way, but legally, what that means is if, if Tom and I are agents and say Tom is a listing agent, and Steven's a seller. And Steven says, listen, I may put, put my listing price at $700,000. Uh, we'll have a We're going to finish this up. This is really important for you to know. I don't want to be interrupting the little commercial. We're going to finish all the stuff. That right at the
Mitsubishi Motors' year-end sales event is on now at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. You've waited for these savings all year. With inventories at near-best levels for many months, get a year-end deal on a great selection. New 2022 Mirage ES number NZ008368 starting at 17470 And the highly acclaimed 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander number NZ086139 starting at only $30,095 plus tax, license, and fees are just two examples of the year-end sales event going on now. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. That's FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Let's go. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 6 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Two teams who started the season hot have fallen on hard times and will be scrapping for a win Saturday night. Syracuse visits Wake Forest for an 8 p.m. kickoff. Orange pregame at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. Want more of AM970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman. Dottie Herman. We're back. We're enjoying real estate. I'm here with the industry experts and my co-host, 
Papa Shoe, Stephen Ebert. We were in the process. I'm going to throw it over to Steve because I want you to understand the legal thing. We were talking about agency and when you buy or take, when a seller goes, when a buyer goes out with a seller who's representing, with, with actually an agent, who's representing who. Why don't you pick it up from this? Stephen, because sure, yeah, absolutely, and and the and so as I was mentioning before the break, New York State has a form. Other states have a form where the agent has to proactively disclose when there's generally at the first substantial contact exactly the relationship that they have. So that way you know who they're representing. Now, while all agents have a duty to be truthful, states like New York, it's a buyer beware state, right? caveat emptor, as we say in the Latin. And that means that the agent generally does not have to go out of their way to disclose certain defects. The duties on the buyer is to do due diligence, right? Now that will vary state by state. For example, California is a little more in the other way um, in how much has to be affirmatively disclosed by the agent. But this is very, very important to know who's working for you and also how the price negotiation is going to be handled, right? If the agent represents the seller, how are they going when you're trying to do a price negotiation and you're telling them about your red lines, they have a duty to give that information to the seller. So very important to understand. If you're not using an agent, I recommend having at least your attorney lined up. That way, at least the attorney could say, look, here's what's in confidence and here's what's not. The other thing, of course, is having your own buyer's agent. And I want to slightly distinguish it between what's done in two different jurisdictions. Sometimes a buyer will look at properties with an agent and go around and, and see that, but not have a formal relationship, meaning they could work sometimes with that agent, sometimes by themselves or multiple agents. In other parts of the country, but it can be done in New York as well, they have actually a buyer's rep exclusive where just like how a seller signs an exclusive with a brokerage to have a listing, an agent can be signed up and they're the exclusive representative for that buyer in all their searches. And they'd be entitled to a commission no matter what. What I meant, what the key thing to take away from that is just make sure you have someone look at it, have a lawyer look at it before you sign, because you could be on the hook for commissions and make sure that that's what you want and that it's appropriate for the local market. Okay, so the big question, and Tom, obviously, uh, the financing part of it, if you're a seller, I wouldn't even listen to an offer unless they've been, I mean, pre-qualified and they have a mortgage commitment. I mean, now it's not like 21, so you might not have 15 offers, but you still don't want to get involved with a, a deal where by the time they do all their paperwork and they get pre-qualified or they get a commitment, it's two months later, then you find out there's a client. And a lot of people look great. They have good jobs. They have good incomes. But maybe they miss some alimony payments and their credit's not good. So, Tom, just stress, would you let somebody take, would you, would, what would you tell a homeowner to make sure it happens before they accept an offer? Well, the same thing I, I would tell to, to the agents, right? You know, don't don't waste your time with somebody that hasn't gone through the process to get the, the pre-approval, right? And to have everything reviewed, their income, their assets, their credit. Um, because when you go through that deep dive, like you said, some things pop up, right? Like uh, they haven't made certain payments or they have certain obligations 
that um, you know need to kind of be uncovered, right? Whether it is alimony or child support or some kind of uh, you know tax lien that they're making payments on, all these things, right? That you don't want to have that come up at the last minute, right? But before you're trying to close, you want to make sure the buyer you have can you know can deliver on hey what they're saying in, in terms of signing the contract. I can get a commitment and I could close within that 60 or 90 day window, whatever is agreed upon. And because I, I hate to say it, I've seen it where, um, you know, there's not as much heavy lifting done up front by the loan officer or by the agent, you know, kind of requesting certain things. And it does result in a very difficult situation, right? Uh, people, the, the sellers found something else, but can't move yet. And uh, the house has to go back on the market. And so you really want to try to avoid all that. It, it can be a great process, a very smooth one, but you, yeah. you really need to make sure you, you, you check all the boxes up front. It's for your advantage as a seller to make sure that, that you know you have a good broker and that their people are qualified and as a buyer. It's to your advantage to get your offer accepted. And it might get accepted over somebody who might be even a little higher if you have all your paperwork and everything in place. Now, I want to go back because I was with this reporter. I ended up not telling the story. I couldn't explain it to him. So then his question was to me, what? Well, then, because I said in New York, I, I can't speak for the whole country, but in New York, for most part, people, I haven't seen many people bring in a separate buyer's agent. So he said, what are the advantages of using a buyer's agent? What is it? And Donnie, okay, what are the disadvantages? You want to take a stab at that, Steve? Absolutely. Well, so the first question is a money one, right? Basically, you ha and this is where it's an interesting comment, and this is not meant to, of course, say anything about the professionalism of the industry, but I want to point out monetary incentives, right? The As, as an agent, if you have to co-broke and split your commission, you're getting paid less on the same deal. So what some people feel is, wait a minute, I can do that math, right? If an agent if it has an exclusive with a seller where they get a 6% commission, and then what it says in the agreement, the seller pays 6%, and if the buyer comes in with the representative, they split it in two, they go from 6 to 3%. Some people feel that the agent may try to work with a buyer who doesn't have a representative than one that does. Now, that's a general statement. I'm not yeah, trying Steve, to impugn anybody. Stop. But, yeah. Where people are getting confused is if Tom so, is an agent and he's working and you're the listing broker, he's working for the same company as you, and he's taking buyers out, you're still splitting the commission, okay? Because there's a buyer's agent and yeah, well, well, let me, well, I'm talking, let me just clarify. So you have people who show up direct, right? So right. what some, sometimes sellers feel and this and this is where the conversation happens. If they're paying a six percent commission, if there's a co-broke or not a co-broke, right? In other words, if a buyer comes in directly, the buyer may say, "Oh, the agent might be getting to keep more of the commission, so they may prefer to work with me than not." So some buyers put that in their head to say, "I don't want to use an agent because the broker is going to make less," or what I can do is go to the broker and say, look, if I had a broker, you would have made half the commission. So let me offer less money on a purchase price because the seller will still walk away with the same amount. So some buyers feel if they don't have somebody, 
then they can come in and maybe save a few dollars and offer less. But that's one side of the argument. I think the arguments to the other side of having one are much stronger. I think number one is you don't know the market. I mean, if you are sick, is it better off going to the doctor's office, get a diagnosis and get a, and, and get a prescription? Or should you walk into CVS and just walk through the aisles and pick your medication, right? Which one's better? Sure, it may cost you for the doctor's visit, but don't you want to get the right medicine, right? The same idea yes. over here is that just because somebody's putting it information, is it accurate? Do you understand it? Can you make a smart offer in response to it? So I personally feel, unless if it's what you do for a living, and even if you do it for a living, you may still not know that neighborhood and so forth, you want to get somebody to actually distill that information for you. So I think the marginal cost of saying, maybe I have a little more negotiability because the seller is not going to be paying my agent a commission versus actually coming in as an informed and prepared buyer. I think no question better to be informed and prepared than to try to save a couple of bucks in the margin. Right. But, but, but what I'm trying to say again, which I don't know, it's so difficult is if an agent is showing the listing, they're still working for the seller. You would have to employ separately a buyer's agent who then is working for your behalf and is representing you, not the seller. But all the agents of the company, because the property of the, the listing is really the property of the company, of the, of, you know. So anybody that's showing that listing that's on MLS, let's just assume, uh, is really working for the seller, not the buyer. Correct. So now, now we're getting into another situation, and that's a great point, right? The situation where, let's say, if you have Douglas Elliman have a listing, and then the buyer has an element agent, that's one set of circumstances versus if Douglas Elliman has a listing and then the buyer uses an agent from a different company no, no, and no, makes an no. offer. No. I think that you're talking about those two situations. No, because whether they're using an agent from Element or corporate or any real estate company, the listing agent, anybody that's showing that listing is working for the seller unless they are specifically specifically employed by the buyer as a buyer's agent in which now they have a, a relationship to represent the buyer. And I never see it happen in New York or I might've seen it happen once or twice. It's not common. Um, I think it gets complicated because I, I end up telling the reporter, please don't even do the story or do it. You know, I don't want to answer because it's very confusing. We're going to try to clear it up. I don't want to do it all today because it could get very boring and it's complicated. But just know that every agent has a fiduciary to give you good information and not lie. And if you ask a question, they can't lie to you. But they might not have to tell you about the house that's around the corner that's sold for $100,000 left. That's the same. You know, there's certain things that Stephen said that you don't disclose that you don't have to disclose. And so that's kind of tricky. And we'll give you a little every week because uh, it's a lot to really understand. And I found myself, I know it like the back of my head, but when I was trying to explain it to a reporter and he's a smart man, I had a hard time. So I felt it's worth talking about. Tom, 
what are what some of the questions that you get that you think people might need to know more about or that don't know enough about anything that stands out in your mind yeah well look i i think everyone uh that knows how to use Google, right? They they try to find out as much information as possible before speaking to a loan officer or speaking to a realtor, right? But, you know, there's, what I tell people is, I, what I'm concerned about is not the obvious things, it's the pitfalls, right? It's the things that you may not have read online or understand about the process that, you know, we need to look at. It's not just a credit score, right? It's it's what your credit profile looks like. How long have you had credit? You know, how many trade lines do you have? Um, you know, in terms of like, hey, people are like, well, I have, you know, 20% to put down. Okay, well, let's talk about where that 20% came from. You know, did it just show up in your account overnight? Is it a gift from family? You know, have you sh have you saved it consistently over time? Right, so there's a lot of things that, um, you know, it's just not that apparent out there. And I try to tell them, look, let's, Let's look at everything and let me let's ask you a series of questions so we can really understand what you're trying to present ultimately to the underwriter to get approved. So I think it's just it's the uh, the story behind the the details, right? That that make the difference. And I said that's why you really need to sit down with somebody and go through it so that we can uncover and and find solutions to things that maybe um, would be a pitfall in the process. And that's I, th I think with anything in life, but especially in the mortgage, because it, there's a lot of technical things you need to be aware of. And you want to do that before you apply for a mortgage, not after you apply. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. You take the time before and just feel, then you can feel good about the process, right? And get excited. And, you know, and every, everyone asks me, gee, Johnny, you know, because there's a lot of talk. There's so many uncertainties now. Are we going to have a recession? Maybe not. Maybe we will. Maybe this. Let me just give you, and I, I, I feel free to chip in, but I tell people, if you're looking for a home, continue to look. It's a lot of work because we have a shortage of inventory. I do not think prices are going to fall to the ground. And I've read, you could read 5 million different opinions. And by the way, they are opinions. But because we have a shortage of inventory, and that's pretty much across the country, wherever you live, okay, you're not really going to see prices go down. The millennials are big buyers. There's more people that want houses than less. Okay. Uh, the affordability factor might come into play because there's interest rates and I have no idea what they're going to go up to. But remember, nationally, seven and a half was the average national interest rate in history. What you did in the pandemic when you heard two and a half percent three is kind of, don't even go there never heard of it before then. So, still a good mortgage rate. Uh, you too. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thank you, and Stephen. Missed you last week. And Stephen, you'll be back talking about the very important things that you want our listeners to know. We'll be right back at the 11 o'clock. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.